society of brilliance sat nestled in an open cave where the party received cocktails and information following the creeks twists and turns towards neverlight grove the party moved ahead with a fresh deadline for focus yeah you see stool and rumpadum and they are over on the other side because this was just that one cave where there are those plateaus going up against the cavern wall. Hey Nico, what were you and Deeds talking about? Oh, I was just hearing about what, uh, how his dialect of Draconic was compared to mine. Is he also a dragon lizard person like you then? Well, technically, uh, his people, you know, the, the higher up one, T, uh, enslaved them and bred them, kind of like the, me and myself. Oh. For their own nefarious ends or whatever you want to call it. Is that so creepy? <laughs> yes, the Wanti is not a very friendly race of people to come from. Let's get going. Jen has yes, $50, dollars go 50 gold pieces riding on this. Well, well, I was, this is, it was nice though. Beautiful I think that was place. the most calm. Yeah, whatever. Let's go. It is beautiful here. It's nice of you to notice. If you insist. All right, let's go. Uh, so you all climb down the smaller plateaus, just kind of slide down the rocks um, and meet up with Rumpadump and Stool. Your current mic and guides and head towards what you presume is Neverlight Grove, uh, following the creek uh, down the tunnel that you are currently following. Can I be, as we're traveling, foraging specifically for torch blooms? Yeah. And I know yeah. we might not run into them. They're a little bit more rare than other uh, stuff, but I'll just be actively looking as so we travel. So as you head to Neverlight Grove, as you all travel further and further down, I don't know if time is relevant in this campaign, to be completely honest, the more <laughs> I think about it. Like, there's no point in me saying hours and minutes. Like, some fucking time goes by, and you start to see more and more mushrooms. More and more and more mushrooms appear on the side. Sometimes they're bioluminescent. You know, you're, you had the green hue um, of the caverns previously, but now you're starting to see a lighter blue. Every once in a while, you see a brighter purple, right? Um, uh, or maybe it, more of a cyan. I don't know. Is it like a wide-birthed cavern? Not yet. No. Again, this is further down this. You're just, as you're seeing this. So I will let you know if you see any torch stalks in Thank particular. You. So as you all are heading out from the... Uh, green colored cavern where you had some drinks with the members of the Society of Brilliance. Uh, Drew, you are leading the way out along with the Myconids, Stool and Rumbadumpa. And as you go forward through this cavern, you notice that there is someone smoking a cigarette, a cool cigarette, my ad. Uh, and he is squall posed up on the nearby corner. It's Jim Jar. Uh, and he's going to say, Hey, uh, hey, Dro. Yeah. Can we talk for a minute? Yeah, sure. 
How are you feeling about everything down here? Defeated. Mm, not the answer I suspected. There is... certain threads that could come to bear if pulled on, but... the group is... 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 thinning. Listen, I make all kinds of stupid bets with Jin, right? About if that, like halfling thing is gonna live or not or like you know if one of you are gonna die just useless bets bets that mean absolutely nothing you know what right, I mean right, like totally right. totally nothing benign yeah but I'm wondering like Dro if you had a goal and then I'm asking you this because I'm, I'm concerned for myself you can tell I'm a selfish individual right I care about me he takes a long drag from a cigarette that's why the ash just goes down. It crack, crackles a little bit. That's cool. That's why something cool. about you is more enjoyable than the other people that's with us. Predictable is good. Drew, I've noticed that you've been one more capable. Not that any of you all aren't capable, but you watched out for yourself there. I'm wondering if I'm traveling with the right group. You all lost your shit there for a minute. And now you're wantonly talking to these other people you're carrying around this useless halfling who clearly looks like cream cheese on a good day I mean what's your goal no 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 fuck what's the howling dark goal the arbitrary group you all just declared yourself as if you're gonna stand up to the drow what is your goal dro what are you gonna do you trying to make it to the surface is that what you're trying to do because I would throw down my life that you're not in line with the people you travel with. My goal is not to reach the surface. I do feel beholden to this group to a certain degree, and it's beneficial for my survival, but if I told you my goal is to burn House Mizram to the ground, Ilvara hunts us like dogs, I want her line extinguished. So your goal is vengeance? To start. Alright, let's push past that. Your goal is vengeance. You burn, you, you, you fuck Elvara up, you kill him, house misery is nothing. What, what's left for Dro then? Jinjar, do you remember Gracklestow? You remember the tourist? Uh, unfortunately, that guy was a freak. I've been thinking more and more that my path leads back to that place, to that person. Man, I really... Okay, yep. Okay, well, you seem like you have a better idea of your future than what I thought, so you know what, Dro? I'm not gonna bet against you. And I'm gonna stick with your group. But man, I sense bad things are coming. They seem to be following us, don't they? <laughs> they seem to be following and leading you all. You... You're savvy. You can get in and out of places. You. I'm Jim Jar. Choose to remain with I'm us. I'm Jim Jar. That's what I do. I'm an escape artist. I don't know. I'm. That's what I do. I like doing that stuff. You know. Yeah. I like. That's what. You know what? This conversation's over. He's gonna throw his cigarette ball on the ground and then like wait to the back of the line. He's gonna help sweep up in the back with uh, Rostos. Hey, Jim Jar. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sweeping up here yeah, by I got, myself I got sweet with Fox. You heard that? Yeah. Uh, the second you start asking about him, he fucking leaves you alone. 
Um, you all are now traveling along the side of this creek. Uh, it's leading down these various tunnels. Sometimes you run into a weird sort of um, divergence in, in paths, right? It could be coming from all different ways, and yet you follow the creek because uh, the two Mykonids that you're with promise you that it's this way. Sometimes Rastos, you have to get very low and squeeze through certain little tunnels. It's not that big of a deal. You're able to make mm-hmm. it through. Um, and you all are following this creek thanks to your Mykonid guides. And they lead you eventually, and again, like I said, all of the fungi around the Underdark is starting to pop up constantly, here and there and here and there. You, Dro, have had your eyes out for torch stalks for a while. You have not seen one in particular yet. But eventually, you all notice the fungi is getting crazy thick. It's starting to pop up on the ceilings. It's starting to pop up on the walls. It's everywhere. And eventually, as you come forward, through one of the tunnels, a cavern starts to open up a little bit. Not the biggest cavern you've seen in the Underdark, but you can tell you're in a nun- another fungal forest. Does it smell? <laughs> <laughs> it's the smell! If there is such a thing. Uh, and you see that it is getting much, much, much thicker, uh, but you're not quite in Neverlight Grove yet, as you can tell by uh, Stool and Rump and Dump marching forward without um, any sort of like hesitation necessarily. However, you all are surrounded by all kinds of different fungal uh, beings, I guess, since they are alive. Uh, just different types of mushrooms and mycon myconal uh, things popping from all different directions. Some of them look like toadstools. Some of them are growing straight up like stalks. Some of them look like coral coming from the walls. Some of them just appear more like an algae that kind of goes across the ceiling a little bit. All different colors, but all different darker colors. There's not a ton of bioluminescence coming from this area. You are in another fungal forest. Uh, and I'll lead you all to what you want to do right now. Again, the two myconids you're with are marching kind of forward. However, you do see an opportunity to use that book that you have from Grazlax. You are looking for torch stalks. If you want to continue doing that, we can do that. The rest of you can do what you want. I think perhaps we do what we've done before and look for a Zerkwood shroom and perhaps take a rest. Take a long rest after Mm -hmm. the trials we've been through today. Definitely. And while we're doing that, we can forage the myconids and wander around and we can keep watch on what comes after us. Uh, this, uh, there are plenty of Zerkwood mushrooms around. Those are the giant redwood-like uh, uh, toadstools that you can kind of carve out. They're, they're wood-like, and, and, and we've, in the past, we've sort of carved out a, a tree hut almost out of them. Uh, that is doable. However, uh, you're going to hear Stool and Rumpadump both say, No, and no, we must continue. We are so close. How much further? Um. Do you recognize this forest? Then? They don't know. They just want to get home. No, they might recognize. Uh, I, I, this is uh, yeah, yeah, yes. This looks this. Yes, we are very close. They have no idea. They just want to get home. Hey. An extra night's rest won't hurt them. What if we can spend it in safety and not harm their forest? Safety. <laughs> Safety. 
Oh, okay. We okay. got stool and rumpadump taking them home, you don't think? Vargas will eat us next, don't you think? <laughs> oh, God. He might. He's singing in my backpack right now. Can't you hear him? In your mind, Rostos, you hear, Rostos is my friend. He would never leave me for ten. I'll protect him. <laughs> he mutters through his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll protect you. <laughs> oh, God. We're all going fucking crazy. Yeah, you guys are all going crazy. <laughs> We're losing it. Yeah. You're at level five. Y'all are losing your shit. Um, uh, well, well, Jin, what are you doing? Jen is just wandering around a little bit, just just in circles, looking at stuff. Jen, you're wandering around in circles, and the mushrooms get a little bit thicker in some areas. Um, can you roll a d20 for me? Jen can do that. It's a 14. Okay. You come upon um, some mushrooms that sort of, they go up from their stem, and they have a bloom um, at the top. They go up like about two feet with a thinner stem, and they kind of open up more like in like a wine glass style <laughs> um, almost like a champagne flute but the top is closed and you see a patch of them about how tall are they about three feet Jin will walk over there and it's, Jin thinks this is pretty and then she just walks over and just gets close to them and they're closed at the top yeah just pokes one with her finger. Okay. You poke one and then one just kind of slowly turns to you and opens its top and it just goes and then as it does that the entire patch starts screaming out and begins to shriek like crazy. What the fuck are you doing? Okay. Ross is what the fuck are you doing? Roll a d6 for me Jen. Three. Okay. Um, they just start shrieking for a while. Shut up. Well, just shut up. And then she just, just walks away. Okay. And as you walk away, they shriek for about another ten seconds, and then they close. I wouldn't touch and those you mushrooms. Hear that reverberate throughout this cavern. For a while. Looks like we're going to Neverlight Grove. Yeah, wait. We're trying to be secret and safe here. I just wanted to poke it. Why? It was pretty. What are you, a child? All right, run. <laughs> we can spend some time here. Let me give me ten minutes. After that, are you yes, crazy? Yes. What? Listen, this is a resource-rich. That this is resource-rich place. Give me ten minutes. Everybody look for the torch stalks. The ones that created fire. Give us some time. For what? What do you think? Some improvisation later that could be used for fire. Ten minutes and then we'll go. Don't touch the pretty flowers. Uh, don't touch a thing. Is I'd torch stalk in your uh, guide? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so then I'll give you all advantage um, and you all can look for torch stalks uh, if that's what you want to do. Rasas, you don't have to, but... I, I would go, like, sit 
or go bend down next to stool. Stool. And try to talk to him real quick, Mick. How do you know how far we are from your home? We are very close. We're almost there. When when you say almost there, like how long away? It's difficult for me to describe, for I do not think of time like you do. The past is nothing. The future is inevitable. It is only the present. We are very close. Boy, that wasn't helpful. All right, fine. We'll I cannot help but here. be who I am. Yeah, I am sure. sorry if I was not helpful, Ross. No, you've been so helpful here. No, just... it's okay. If I was too helpful to you, like Fargus, I might end up like him. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> what are you saying? I am saying that those close to you might end up severely injured. Oh my god. Well, I'll remember that. That is fine. <laughs> Good luck. And like turn around. Stool. Innocent character. Yeah, basically the character that wears a diaper around. Hey, he he came at him hard. Yeah, he did. He got he got real suave with he, he Rastos. I, I'm not I'm not defending I'm not defending Stool's actions. It's like if you th- the more you've traveled with Mykonids, you realize they are very like neutral creatures to the point where it's like Spock from Star Trek, where they can say something where they don't. You don't really like. Oh, you're emotional. They don't really have that. You know what I mean? So like, you I don't mean, think it's Rostos. Like data from Star it, Trek. That's a better example. That's a better example. Yeah, they can just say rude fucking things. Now, would Rostos process that? Process that? Rostos, Prostos. Uh, probably not. Um, so your offense is totally, totally understandable. Yeah, I'm go, not defending stool at all. I go and sit that down. Was a dick move. It's a great line though. I sit down. I look towards stool and think about how I will not protect him. That's understandable, one hundred percent. Spiteful. Uh huh. Hey man, you talk about Farkas, who's a burnt, charred, or melting thing in my backpack right yeah, now. I was going to say, burnt would be he's a compliment. Cro- he's a Cronenberg monster. He's a Cronenberg monster, yeah. Yeah. You make a comment about that? Mm-mm. Um, Says the guy who's just using him as a puppet. So, Well, but madness, hey. Uh, so, do we roll some survival checks with advantage? Yeah, I don't know if everyone else is doing it, but that was what Dro suggested. Uh, go ahead. Everyone can do it. If, that, if that's what they're doing, Dro, go for it. Survival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With advantage. 21. Roll a d6. Four. You find four torch stalks. Fuck yeah! Takes you about eight minutes. Anyone else looking for it? Or what are y'all doing? Uh, I would say I'd be looking for a different mushroom. I'd be looking for tongues of madness. Mmm. Okay, go ahead and roll a d20. Uh, You do not get advantage. That is a seven. (laughs) You do not find any tongues of madness. Jin? Jin is pretending to look for mushrooms. Okay, Jin, <laughs> as you're pretending to look for mushrooms, you hear a... Some beating of wings, and you also hear a... Jin looks around very quickly to see if she sees anything. Roll a perception check. It says 16. Does it... Good enough. Go ahead. Does it remind us of the noise when we blew up that cavern? Of the the buzzing that was filled with bugs. 
No, it okay. does not remind you of that. It reminds you of a buzzing. Valkenvelve. Oh, you remember. From oh, Valkenvelve. Yep, not good. Shit. Okay. As before you both land. Ah! Good luck, stool. A two demons, both of whom can fly. One of whom has a beak uh, and wings and sort of a human-like body, um, but looks like a very, very sick eagle. The other one looks like a fly monster, and then both of them are about six to seven feet long. And you are now facing a rock and a chasm. Yikes. As they land down, and they both go... I I look at Jin like, well, you brought him here. And pull out my axe. (laughs) Let's roll for initiative. It really sucks. Yeah, okay. so we're very fucked. So still be a medic. You all find yourself as you were each scavenging for mushrooms or maybe spending some downtime uh, focusing on yourself, maybe reflecting on everything that's happened. However, now after the screams of a rock and a chasm, again disgusting grotesque version of an eagle with angelic wings, although skinny and weird and horrible with this awful beak and slime coming out. And then even worse, the chasmy with four little fly wings and an abdomen and six appendages. The worst thing coming from him besides his proboscis? Thank you. And uh, is his glorious hairline. Great look. He's great head of great, hair. like, just silken locks I coming like from his fly-like <laughs> fucking head. Uh, they both land in the the two paths uh, that are, are in front of you all. Um, otherwise, it's pretty much all populated by mushrooms, and they are screaming at you, they are crying out, and it is Rostos, your turn. So they're looking at me, screaming. The Brock is, for sure. Uh, uh, bonus action rage. Uh, get ready for what's about to happen. You rage. Your blood pumps, and you are ready to go. I'll, I'll then I'll pull out Flamenzunga and be like, "It's time to work again." And we'll see what Flamenzunga does when I pull her out. So again, that would take a bonus action normally to turn on Flamenzunga. But as you say that to her, there is no response, and you look at your axe as you're running up to this rock. I'm not running up there. Okay, as you're looking at this rock, you look at your axe, expecting it to turn into flames, and nothing happens. Fuck. And you think back about when you were falling, the burst of flames that it let out, and you think like, oh, maybe... Things are different with Flamenzoga. You hear no response. At that, since that's my main ass-beaten weapon, I'm going to try to hide behind one of the stalks of a, a larger mushroom, and I'll be taking the dodge action, but hopefully getting some cover from dipping behind a, uh, like some partial cover from trying to hide my main body behind yep. a large stalk. For sure. You got that. Jim Jar is up next. Uh, and he's going to pop forward, uh, uh, looking at the Casmi, and he's gonna be like, I fucking hate these things. 
I don't like them. And he is going to shoot off uh, two, actually, now, since he has leveled up behind the scenes. He's going to shoot off two hand crossbows. At the cast. <laughs> crit. Oh, crit. He fucking crit. Uh, and Jim Jar crits 20s on the cast. <laughs> he shoots that fly fucking thing with the weird hair right in the fucking face. He hits him for nine damage. He hits another one for a dirty 20. Good God, Jim Jar. For four. So a total of 13 damage to the cast. Me. Uh, and he's going to Don't give up. We got this. Uh, Jin, it's your turn. Uh, Jin will turn around and just look at the Kazmi. I think I have a decent vantage on it. I'm not sure how tall the mushrooms are in between me and it. Uh, it, it is a little bit blurry. Uh, it depends on where you're standing. You could step out from the mushroom you're at because you, there is a large one. The stalk is above, uh, is beside you. You could step out and easily see it if you want to. Hmm. I will heed Jim Jar's words and I will move forward a little bit, maybe five, maybe move north like about 15 feet and just... Sure. You could hide behind that one if you want to. There's another large stalks right there. I will bonus action hide. Cool. Uh, do I need to roll a stealth check? No. A bonus action hide. Then if I am hidden from it, I will uh, use my attack on it and throw a psychic blade into its face. Sweet. It's not good. Okay. Tin. That doesn't hit. Um, so as you're doing that, it does actually hear you a little bit. And as you throw it... Uh, your aim is a little bit false, and uh, you fly at its wings. You throw at its wings. You're thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna like, you know, stop it from flying," and it stops its wings at one point. Let the dagger go through, and then it just starts the wings up again. Oh shit! I'm sorry about this, and I just run away. Another oh. 15, 15. I'll go behind the big mushroom over here. You're hiding behind a big mushroom. Yes. That's totally fine. It is the rock's turn. Uh, the rock knows that uh, it saw. Rastos uh, is just going to rage in this direction, like down this area, and just let out a large fucking scream. It doesn't really find anyone, it seems, because you all are hidden right now, I assume. Uh, or at least Rastos, you are, correct? I'm just trying to like get some partial obscurement to try to protect my, cool. my AC. It's going to let out a stunning screech, and everyone needs to make a constitution saving throw that is within 20 feet, so that's going to be Rastos. Uh, Nico, and that is it. Oh, can yep. I save? Uh, Dro, you're safe. 21. 21 saves. 12 fails. <laughs> Damn it. So it lets out this. <laughs> fucking ear piercing screech that you've never heard Rostos you hear it coming you throw your hands over your ears and it's you don't really hear enough of it to for affect you Nico you're sort of intrigued by it and you maybe slowly put up your hands but not quick enough you are stunned until the next turn the end of the next uh, rocks next turn it's time! subscribe to our Patreon all your support helps Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios and Stress Super Cool. Yeah! Alright, not good. Alright. Mm-hmm. Dro, it is your turn. 
Um, I would like to use my bonus action to hide instantly as I hear these creatures coming. Yep. So hopefully a little bit more camouflage. Obviously trying to get advantage, but sure. I don't know if that's going to work. And then I will knock an arrow and have one backed up as I attack the creature that I'm blinking on the map, which I think is the Kazmi? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I will say that there are a lot of mushrooms in, in like this. You're in a mushroom forest, right? All of these are pretty tall. There's a lot of stalks going around. As you can see, there's like you don't have a quite a, uh, a clear view. You could step out. You're not going to be hiding to shoot at it, and I still will give you advantage because it's focused on the person who tried to throw a magic dagger. But you're not going to be able to bonus action hide if that if that's cool. Absolutely. All right. Um, so I'll gain a little bit of advantage, but I'll expose myself. Yep. Absolutely. Then I will take that. Um, first attack will hit uh, 18 and a 19 natty. Yeah. And then... Roll damage, baby. Uh, six. Since I have advantage, I get sneaky attacks. Another three. Nine, 12 damage on the first strike. 12 damage. And then I'll use Dread Ambusher to be able to swing again, or shoot another arrow. Gloomsuckers kick ass. Gloomsuckers are sick. Uh, fuck. That... Is a 16 to hit. That hits. Close, shoot. but that hits. You notice you 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 hit it twice. Once in the, the side and once in the back. So that one is 10 damage. Okay. And I will use my remaining, I get 40 feet of movement on my first turn to stretch that all the way. DM, if you don't mind moving me to these north brambles of mushrooms. You run to the north. But now I know that I'm exposed and As I'm kind of isolated from the group. to the north, you're bolting. You shot two arrows off. I'm curious, what does Drow feel right now? Or Drow, sorry. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah, such a creative name. Um, there's fear there, without a doubt, but also a desire to extinguish life. Um, more than anything, survival and... I would say... More than anything, survival. Survival. You're thinking survival, survival, survival. Extinguish my enemies. Survival. You're running forward. You slightly kind of just not not trip. You're graceful enough uh, over a, a zerkwood sort of like, it's not called a root because they're fucking fungi, but like a large trunk of it. And you keep running past it. And as you do that, you see that that you look back and you see that root and that trunk come to life. And that Zerkwood begins to move. And it just sort of like stands up with its myconid bottom and just pulls itself from the ground and starts to begin to like turn in different motions. And we're going to end your turn there as I will bring in this awakened Zerkwood into play. Zerk beard. <laughs> as you run further north, you do notice this, though, as you position yourself, that now there is a fucking moving mushroom. Uh, very, very tall. It's at least, like, 15 feet tall. Fuck. Complete fucking toadstool-looking fucker. But very, very thick wood. No face on it or anything that you can see right now as it is moving and kind of hopping in different directions, thinking, which way did he go? Which way did he go? Don't want to draw too many comparisons to the Tolkien verse, but is his awakening kind of slow and lumbering like Treebeard's is? Faster. Okay, absolutely. And also, how dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Treebeard rules. Turn. 
Uh, the Kazmi does not see uh, does not see Jin. It does see Jimjar, and it is going to run up and attack Jimjar no, uh, twice. No. This might be bad. You all, bad. you all chose this path. I'm just the DM. I'm no, just a I did. Player. You did. Uh, he's going to attack uh, twice. Are you having fun, DM? Huh? Are you having fun? Um, I'll let you know when I kill you all. <laughs> um, that's good DM. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's good DM, right? We're gonna do the proboscis twice. Ooh, <gasps> ooh, man, the first one's almost a crit twenty. Ooh, the first one. So he runs up to Jimjar, and he puts his uh, proboscis right into Jimjar's stomach as Jimjar tries to do a little fancy move and hop back, but it's like not enough. The thing is too big. And, Gets him right through his stomach and just starts to drain him. He drains him for 26. Oh no. And then he drains him for 42. And Jim Jar is looking lifeless. That doesn't kill him. Jesus. Absolutely. Life just sucked out completely. And that's what you see. And we are going to go to the next turn. It's going to be Nico's turn. No, it's not because I'm stunned. All right, Fuck. it's going to be Rostov's turn. So I thought he'd attack me. He didn't. My rage ends. So I'm going to run away. The biggest coward in the party. I have no. <laughs> I have no more resistance or anything. Rage again. Where are I you running to? Out. What are you doing? I I try to hide. In the same mushroom. I'm I'm literally going to use my action to hide to try to hide under anything because I I've. I thought he'd attack me, so that was my rage. Um, so you're on, on the same mushroom? I'm going to use that action hide. I'm hiding. Where are you hiding? Ra- uh, the mush- under mushrooms, rape mushrooms right there. Okay. Okay. You're hiding in the same place then. I'm, I'm going to try to, like... Fuck, man. Fuck, fuck. Jim Jar... Is... Has... It's his turn. Rostos, you hide behind this. And Rostos... As you begin to hide behind this thing, you see a golden light coming from the direction to your east. You poke your head out and you look around. The rock shadow is there, but it's moving in slow motion. It goes, and it stops for a second. There's a glowing light coming from where Jim Jar has been pierced. And all of you, your vision goes white. None of you see anything around. All you see is, let me pull it up for just one second. See if I can put this in here. Yeah. All you see is a smaller gnome man whose hair is gold with a big gold mustache. His clothes are gold. They have red stripes going down his pants. And he has a dagger and a big old bag of money on his side. He's going to say, Howling Duck, I believe we had a good time. You don't know who I am, but I was just being a tourist here, like you, like others. I'm going to give you this opportunity to escape, but Jim Jaw's not going to be with you any longer. 
I hope we had fun. I love you all, and I will be betting on you. If you have any trouble, reach out to Garl Glittergold. Time stops completely. The Vrock and the Chasmy cannot move, but you all can. Stool, which way? I pick movement, stool, action, stool, stool, action. not move either. You can pick him up. I pick up stool. Yep, Rumpa Dump cannot move either. Run okay. towards the north as northeast. Pick up Rumpa Dump. I run. So. I'll run and pick up Rumpa. I'll look around, and be like, "Where is everyone? Run, run!" As you say that, your voice just kind of goes outward and back to run. Like nothing hears you. Uh, You're just in stasis right now. Okay. Uh, if I see Nico trying to pick up Rumpa Dump and failing, I will run over and pick up Rumpa I mean, I already know I can't. I can yeah. run pick up stool. You grab up Rumpa Dump. He's also uh, in stasis as well. Was there a clear path of the crick that we were following? The crick does go to the northwest. Action, really bonus action, dash, everything to the northwest. As you all are running away, Jin. Uh, Jin will run away with them, but before she passes by over in this corner, she looks over and says, I will miss you, Jim Jar. I loved you a little bit. You owe me money. Um, I think I owe you money. So as you bolt away from the carnage that you've seen um, for the recently the second time to a close companion uh, you hear sounds of large fungal barks falling you hear horrible demonic screaming you hear nothing akin to that of a close smurf neblin friend time continuously speeds up as you all run away some of you, actually, let's all just roll an intelligence saving throw to see if you could tell what happened. Because you know how adrenaline works. You get into a moment. Time does actually kind of slow down a little bit. But if any of you rolled above a, let's give it a 12. Does two get close to the Okay. End? So, Nico, what'd you roll? 18. Okay, so you three. Nico, Jin, everyone but Rostos. Mm-hmm. Nico, Jin, and Dro. You all realize time actually slowed down there. Something interceded with that moment. Right when Jim Jar died, something happened that allowed you to escape. Something was in your favor. Something was against the demons. Something is your ally. What that is, the only thing you can go to is a small, golden, mustachioed man with a dagger on his hip and a big old sack of money on his side. As you all bolt further down this pathway, following a crick, mushrooms are now covering every direction. The bioluminescence becomes not unusual, but standard. Rostos, you might feel the slightest bit of relief if you weren't carrying your dying friend and just watch your other friend just die. My manager. Huh? My manager. Yeah, your manager. Language coach. Yeah. Uh, that was Fargus. Yeah, yeah. I so see your manager and your language coach, your two trainers have, uh, have bit the dust. As you all run forward, how quick are you running? 
curious. All haste. Yes, yeah, man, we're all out bolting. Um, yeah. And you're you're carrying the mushrooms, and you hear in your heads a little bit from the uh, from the spores from the spores from the myconids, and they say, they, "Well, like you maybe maybe slow down so we can talk to them." You all continue running, and as you continue going forward through this tunnel, where there are now a rainbow's avenue of bioluminescent fungi covering all different uh, areas of the tunnel. It opens up to the largest cavern that you've seen in the Underdark so far. And it goes downward down multiple plateaus into this deep, deep basin. There are zerkwood that reach hundreds of feet high to the ceiling at the top of this. There are stalactites up there, but they are dominated by mushrooms. They are dominated by all different types of chicken-in-the-woods type of fungi that just kind of come out like shells, right? Morels sprout from different areas, small, but everything is dominated by zerkwoods from what you all can see, the huge, huge redwood-like mushrooms. And as you all go a little bit further into this area, you hear both stool and Rumpadump say simultaneously, Welcome, Welcome to, to Neverlight Grove. Grove.